Hey, what's going on? I'm Johnny Fisher from Still Here Podcast, the number one podcast in the Central Valley. And I just want to talk to everybody real quick about uh, Event Boost. Um, uh, event Boost is a, an event coordinating company that works with uh, nonprofits to help raise money uh, for their cause. Uh, they do fundraiser dinners, comedy shows, casino nights, car shows, silent auctions, raffles, and so much more. Uh, from conception to cleanup, they take care of everything from Alpha to Omega. So if you're in the Fresno and Clovis area or any place in the Central Valley, hit these guys up at official event boost on Instagram or eventboost.com for all your event needs. Do you have pests? If so, don't let pests take control of you. Contact CSI Exterminators today for your free pest inspection. CSI Exterminators is proud to serve the residents in the Fresno and Clovis, California area. They also service residents and businesses owners in Southern California, along the Central California coast, the Bay Area, and in Northern California. They provide residential, commercial, and multifamily property pest control services. If you want a trustworthy, reliable, Fresno-based pest control company, look no further. Look up CSI Exterminators at CSIExterminators.com or follow them on Facebook at CSI Exterminators. What's so great about these guys is they are a veteran-owned pest control company based in Fresno. Together, they have more than 50-plus years of experience. So give CSI Exterminators a like on Facebook or visit their website at CSIExterminators.com. All right, everybody, want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Bad Donkey Wraps and Graphics. Bad Donkey Wraps and Graphics is a full-service sign shop graphic design studio. They specialize in branding, graphic design, advertising in the form of vehicle wraps, trade show displays, and various of other forms of signage to help your company reach its full potential. Their promise to you is to build quality products through their passion and creative drive. They are committed to excellence with leadership and inventive thinking, paving the way for success for you and your business. So hit these guys up. If you guys are looking for all your branding, graphic design needs, and advertising vehicle wraps, right now you can find them at baddonkeywraps.com or on facebook at bad donkey raps and graphic or on instagram at bad donkey design co now let's get into the show what is going on everybody we are back at it with another pod and man before we set this podcast or excuse me this podcast up let me kind of give you guys a background of this you know about I would say, man, 10 years ago, I started a, a business getting into production. I wanted to get into some form of um, content creating, creating media for uh, businesses and social media. And I had no idea where to start. And like most of us, if not all of us, we go to YouTube. And so I went to YouTube and I was just looking up something simple because back then I didn't have least the finances you know and the funds i do now and you know because business has been good but I, I came across this channel man and uh, today we have and before i i'm a, i'm geeking out right now i'm like really happy really nervous really all this stuff so but man so today we have a special guest we have my guy jeremy sharipa right did i get your name right Sharapa. Sharapa, yeah, dude. So today we have my guy i'm fanboying we have my boy jeremy Sharapa, dude how are you doing I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, dude. I'm like happy, happy right now. Like I'm dead serious. <laughs> nah, it's awesome to be on, man. It's, it's 
Pretty awesome. I mean, you're more of a content creator now than I am. <laughs> like back, like you were bringing up the story. Like I was all about like con like content creation. I just got to put out so much content. Yeah, kind of dropped off a little bit, but now it's awesome seeing you. You know, doing the podcasts and all that stuff, man. It's pretty sick. No, that's what's up, man. Because I remember finding you on YouTube, and again, I wanted to simplify stuff. I'm a guy. If I don't have the expensive gear, if I don't have the the best gear or all a lot of it. You know, GoPros were like my thing. And I remember you were doing a lot of GoPro like tutorials and that's where I started, dude. And what it taught me, man, was to basically use what I have and make the best of it, even though I don't have much, if not to any much of anything. And so let's kind of get into like your YouTubing days of GoProing and before you started and how you started and you know and kind of where where you feel like damn my this particular video or um product review got me you know launched off so how did all that start for you so like I, i've been on youtube so like my first video is like 2006 mm. it wasn't nothing serious it was just uploading stupid stuff uh then all of a sudden like 2011 you know i was already doing my full-time job and all that stuff I'm like, yo, this ain't for me. <laughs> I gotta figure something else out because I can't be going to jail every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I always love cameras, like I said. So, um, uh, I finally managed to get a GoPro camera. And I'm like, damn, these things are pretty crazy because yeah. I got the, the GoPro Hero 3 Black. That was the first uh, GoPro camera that I got, which was, I believe, 2011. And it shot 4K. And I'm like this little thing could shoot 4k in 2011 <laughs> i mean great it was like 12 frames per second it was you can't really use it to make content or anything like that but then as i started to play around with it more i'm like this this is a pretty good camera like the quality of it is is really good so i think one of the like you just asked like uh what sort of content did i make that actually kind of blew up in a way or got me sort of out there so i decided to put that camera on a drone Mm. that so it was the ar drone and it was a crappy drone with a <laughs> crappy camera but i managed to stick the gopro on there and i made like a little tutorial and that was like probably one of my first like gopro type videos that did pretty well and i'm like hmm there's something here like doing sort of gopro hacks and yeah. just um stuff like that kind of did really well because that didn't exist back then <laughs> it didn't man and so when when I saw that I had a GoPro, I was borrowing a GoPro from a friend of mine when I was doing my business, and you were doing all these videos as far as um, tutorials, how to use GoPros and how to shoot, and you were, you did this one like uh, picture burst one where you flipped off a bench, you know, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm like I'm creepy fanboying right now. <laughs> I'm stalking your videos still. I'm scroll. I was scrolling back. I was like this because I I seriously I go back to where I started and where I. Like the YouTubers, like you guys, I followed and got really, because that's what got me started. And so I tried to do all that and I wasn't really comfortable, you know, releasing all that, man. But it, it showed me the capabilities of doing that, man. And so let's kind of like, um, you know, spring ahead a little a few months or a year or so into that. You started actually getting, uh, you know, stuff sent to you by those guys, right? Yeah. So, well, the GoPro stuff took a while. Like, I'm like, early on i'm like where's where's gopro at like come on send me some cool stuff uh so the like, gopro stuff took a little while but then i worked with other brands like remoview um and just some other ones but remoview is probably one of the biggest so they had like a uh 
uh, like a remote control that you could attach wirelessly with the GoPro to control mm. it. But it was it was cool. Like, you know, I, I realized the more content that I made, you know, I would reach more um, of an audience and then brands would start to like reach out and uh, yeah. send me stuff and I could do reviews technically. Mm. And, um, you know, I never did any paid reviews or anything like that. It was more of just like, you know, send me stuff and I'll just do some reviews and mm. figure out what I could do with it. Okay, I I see. Because I remember there were some reviews, like I said, when I, when I mentioned in our questions, you know, and talked about how you used uh, your girlfriend Diana to be like, you're doing this gimbal shot. You are go run down over there. Go yeah, run yeah. down over there. <laughs> I think, <laughs> uh, man, yeah, that's that's back in yeah back when we were doing those uh, gimbal reviews, yeah, yeah. Dude. I did a lot of gimbal reviews, and I'd have her running around. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny, man. I love you guys' relationship, man. <laughs> you guys are like like you guys are hilarious, dude. I love you guys. How you guys is uh, like your uh, chemistry and stuff when you guys are shooting or you doing stuff, even on your social media posts. You know, so let me get into my questions. I know we have like a bunch to talk about. I know I really want to get into. Um, you know, because I mentioned I mentioned uh, girlfriend. So how long have you guys? If you want to get into all, how long have you guys been with each other? You guys high school sweethearts? I see. Yeah, pretty much. Two thousand three. Damn, dude. <laughs> how old are you? Um, I just turned thirty six. Dude, I'm old, man. I'm old guy. I'm. <laughs> how old are you? I'm gonna be forty one this month. Damn, you don't even look like you're in your forties. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> but so no, let, let's get into now. Um, like. Where is she at with all your content creating? Because a lot of traditional family members and, you know, wifeys or, you know, they're like, you need to get a real job. You need to do this. Don't follow your damn dreams. You know, you know, go make me money, you know, because <laughs> I see you guys have like this great relationship. Where has she been supporting you doing all this? Well, I mean, she definitely helped uh, with uh, content ideas and uh, video editing early on. But now she's like editing her own stuff uh, nice. and actually helping out with my dad's uh, YouTube channel and his social media. So she's doing a lot of actually most of the editing she's doing on that stuff. So man, that's uh, dope. we'll help shoot together and then she'll do the editing. Dude, that's cool. Cause I was going to ask about that too, man. Cause I know that's kind of like in these, all these preliminary questions, man. But um, when it comes to like your dad's shooting, cause Dude, how did that? How do you feel about how your dad blew up? Because I know he was on a TV show. What show was it? I mean, he was on Doctor Oz. Yeah, uh, Rachel Ray. He's done like collabs with the Cooking Channel, Food Network, and all that stuff. So yeah, he's he's out there. Your dad's like, "Hello, everybody, dude! I love <laughs> yeah. that. It's good food." Yeah. So how like how like when did you guys start? It's like, hey, dad, let's do this. Let's shoot this. Because I know you guys bought that. Um, was it the Black Magic um, Cam? Then the yeah. quality stepped up huge, man. And you started, you know, shooting that. How has that process been with you and your dad and all that stuff, man? Yeah. I mean, like we, so the first video is actually 2008 on YouTube. Uh, we did like two or three videos and then uh, I had to get a real job. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. stopped doing that. Uh, but I picked it back up in 2011. I'm like, like I said, work is just jail for me. So I can't do that. I need to take control of what I like doing. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really, it was just to be, to begin with, it was just filming it for fun and just putting it out there because <clears throat> the original videos from 2008, nine, um, I noticed there was a lot of comments and, uh, there wasn't that much cooking videos, uh, out there on YouTube before, but like yeah. now everybody's a cook, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was early on before it was a thing to do and I just decided to keep it going. And it's mainly because the audience just loves him and they just remind 
the audience get reminded of my dad as being somebody part mm-hmm. of their family, like a grandfather or a father. So I think that's where that connection is. Forget the food. Yeah. I think you're just there to hang out with them. <laughs> Dude, that's dope. I, I, I seriously, I love watching the videos. I'm always liking, supporting them, man. And I, I love what you guys do with that, man. And so, you know, you say your girlfriend taking over that. That's pretty awesome, man. How's like the relationship with you guys working together with him? Because he's the honor talent. You know, was he used to doing stuff like that? Was he used to like just turning on a switch and doing it? Or is he just being he's, himself? That's his character. That's himself. Oh, that's <laughs> he does dope. live shows too, like for a- half an hour at a time, 45 minutes, like just cooking on Facebook pretty much every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Yeah. Let's so plug been- all that. That's been going on for forever. Basically. How's that? Has that been? How like how has that been going for him? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, he's a celebrity. He's famous. <laughs> like he goes to the local grocery store and like people are just, hey, Chef Pasquale, hello everybody. Like, <laughs> so he's literally just famous. <laughs> That's dope. You're like, damn it, I'm trying to go viral my content, you know, my whole life, and this guy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that because I remember you saying something like that. Because I remember you had most you had posted something like the difference of, uh, like I guess when you hit a certain number of followers, likes, subscribers, and all that, you get more availability, more tools for being so higher, right? Right. Yeah. When it comes to, I guess, uh, I think you're talking about Facebook, maybe. Yeah. But they've been rolling out like new uh, bonus features that you get access to if you are sort of like a larger content creator. Mm-hmm. They're actually also reaching out to smaller content creators, which is pretty cool too. Uh, so it's not just for the big people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty sweet, especially with reels right now, if you're not yeah. aware about that. No, I am, man. Cause that's what I want to get into. But before we get it, cause I want, I want like, I want everyone to get to know you the way I've been kind of following you and stalking you, man. Pretty much. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much what I was doing, you know, but um, it just, I love your content, man. And what I wanted to get into is like, I know you said you were content creating because you're not really posting a lot on your creative and in, even your vlogs too as much at work before as you are now before you did right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, so I I didn't vlog necessarily every single day, but basically I started vlogging. Um, when was that? 2014. It was mm-hmm. like right when I quit my job officially. Um, it was just more of like documenting what I was doing. I felt like. I kind of wasted time going to a full-time job and not taking control of just doing what I actually wanted to do. So I felt like maybe vlogging makes sense in a way, not to like sustain myself financially or anything like that, but just to like document uh, what happened after quitting my job. Mm. So if I film, if I film it, vlog it and uh, just do stuff, um, try to incorporate, you know, creativity into it in filmmaking and all that. Uh, maybe it'll lead to something. And I guess, you know, learning from that kind of eventually stuff started happening, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I've saw that. Cause I remember one of your videos you were doing too, like you were vlogging, like your, um, like your health and fitness stuff too, you know, jump roping. I got into jump roping. Dude, it's tough. You know, I told my wife, you know, we're jump roping, forget the gym, cancel the gym. Jeremy did it, so I'm going to do it. His girlfriend's doing it. We're going to do it, you know. And so let's kind of get into like what you're doing now. Are you still doing stuff like that? Are you still putting out videos or at least archiving stuff or doing anything? So there's videos that come out every now and then. It's more to do with crypto because I guess that's, if you, if you notice like with the timeline <laughs> from when you first started watching me, 
I always change things up. Like I feel like yeah. I can't always do the same thing. So it's whatever I'm interested in. And I know that's not the best way to do things when it comes <laughs> to social media. You got to stick to the same thing. Yeah. Um, your niche. Else you're just not going to grow. Yeah. Right. So, yes. Yeah. That's true. Cause I remember watching that you were getting into, cause you were getting into, cause I want to talk about the mine or the crypto and Bitcoin, you know, but I want to get all these preliminaries. So yep. like when all that went down, as far as like, you know, like you said, you weren't producing vlogging or content and stuff, but like obviously COVID shut everybody and everything down, dude. How did that affect you guys over there? What were your guys' experiences when that went down? So, I mean, originally when it first showed up, I guess, just like everybody else, it was the scariest thing. Mm -hmm. Like uh, seeing those videos from China, people passing out. Um, and just like, is that going to start happening here? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was it's crazy. Like going to the store, you have to wear a mask. Like in the beginning, it just didn't make any sense. It's like, do I even want to go to the store? So yeah. we got like hello fresh deliveries. Uh, so we didn't really want to go out. And then eventually kind of like, it wasn't as crazy as it was. It became normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. have to go out wearing the mask. Uh, you don't want to catch this virus because it's so deadly. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's pretty crazy. And now two years later, yeah. finally, uh, <laughs> has it, has it eased up over there though? So last, so in New, I'm in New Jersey. So last yeah. April, the governor got rid of all like mass mandates and all that stuff. So already last year, we didn't have to like wear them in mm. indoors, like uh, restaurants or anything like yeah. that. Um, but like, I guess the numbers have been going down. So that's, that's good, what's up. Yeah, thing. man. And I didn't want to get all like super serious and all that, but I'm just trying to like catch everybody up. Cause you're in New Jersey. I'm over here in Fresno, California, dude, we're on the two sides of the, you know, our country, man. And to be, yeah. you know, finally talking. Cause I'm, I remember times I've called you when I was working at a news station and we've talked you know, on the phone a couple of times after that. And it's just, you know, I've always wanted to shoot something and do something with you, man. It's like, I've seen what a few times you've been here to California, you know, I'm like, dude, I wish I would have known. I would have met you up there, you know, and, you know, you know, flick my bra at you. You're like, ah! you know, just freak out, you know, <laughs> but you know, I know we're on these opposites, you know, the sides of the States, man. And so, you know, I think following your, um, kind of pretty much your life man on vlogging and social media and all that man you know you get to know people you know you get to know people in a different way without being living down the street from each other or connecting with each other every day on a daily basis you know so how do you feel like social media you know has helped you gain your traction your girlfriend i know she does a lot of her workout videos she does some things you know obviously with your dads and stuff you know so how do you feel like social media has helped you during covid even before you know people really knew that social media can be foundational for content creating how when did you find out how did it help you out um i think you know when i early on with the gopro stuff um just getting that feedback like hearing damn like you know this video helped me so much um you know it just kind of gave me ideas to make future content because i saw that there was value in the content that i was creating for the audience mm -hmm. um and i just feel like you know now like my content creation is a little different um so i'm not as consistent as it was but i feel like you still you know whenever i learn something new i always kind of want to make a video just to mm. teach it because i feel like if it, if i found value 
in learning this one thing. I feel like I just want to spread that knowledge to other people. So I, I wouldn't necessarily make a video about some nonsense. Uh, I don't know, some like trendy thing or yeah. like I've done a few things like that, but on TikTok, but not for <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> TikTok is like a whole nother. Yeah. So like OCD something. I don't know what TikTok is yet. I'm still trying to figure out what that is. But um, like when it comes to YouTube, I try to put out more like professional type, like things that I've learned and kind of condense it in something that'll help somebody else, hopefully in the future, whether it's relatable now or maybe um, people find value in it down the line. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like what you're doing is you know, it's pretty cool, man, because I think your your videos are more relational. Like you said, you're not trying to look for the trendy thing, man, and use the same soundtracks everyone uses on, like, TikTok. And, dude, I find myself muting and blocking a lot of people that use the same shit, man, like the Oh No and that, what's it called? It, I don't see, they're just so annoying, you know, so I block yeah. all that. I look for creative stuff. I, I look for guys like you and me that do things that I that man, I can apply to my life daily, just simple creating, you know? And so I, I think I'm learning TikTok, especially when it comes down to like the podcast and, you know, the show here, me, my other, me and the other host, my boy, Johnny Fisher. Um, we're, we're definitely learning the ropes on all this, man. And so when, you know, to kind of get back into, um, you know, at least on our end with COVID, when COVID hit me, dude, like COVID took me out literally, man. And it, almost took my life away twice and my recovery has been crazy it's, it's what's um if it was march now and um i thought it was april for some reason um because dude we're so scheduled in our podcast we're that far i'm like uh, march has already been done i'm like in oh, april wow. and may so i'm like that far ahead and but i think getting into content creating i had a lot of time down so i did a lot of research about algorithms reels like you mentioned before you know there were times when we started shooting reels on our on our Instagram, um, things were hitting pretty hard, man. You know, they're like, we're getting a lot of views, a lot of interactions and playbacks, man. And we got a lot of follows and subs. And, you know, so where do you think, because um, you said you, 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 you cover stuff that you like, you know, and this is where I want to kind of get into like all the crypto and Bitcoin mining. You know, you started doing all that stuff before I think I even saw that was a huge thing, man. Before Dana White put, you know, crypto.com and being sponsored by all these people. Dude, you had like 50 computers in your in your apartment. You know, what was that? Is that yeah. all Bitcoin and mining and all that? Well, how does all let's get into that? How did all that work? Because I feel like that was that you said you're into crypto, you're into all that. That's kind of your niche now. How did you get into that? What made you think that was going to work? So. It was really just so I heard of uh, Bitcoin, I think, back in 2012 or something like that. Uh, I remember we we're like where I used to work. We used to joke like you know, we should set up like a Bitcoin mining uh, <laughs> like a, a rig just at the, the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. And they're just running in the background because back then, 2012, you probably were able to mine it on just a simple computer laptop. Uh, but I didn't do that. And then until 2015, <laughs> yeah. that's where I actually tried mining on my computer. I had a pretty decent video card and then, uh, basically that wouldn't be possible. So, because you need a really, like you were saying now I have, I had a lot more, uh, computers, I guess you could call them to mine. So you need a very powerful rig to do mining. Mm -hmm. So back in 2015, I only had a simple video card, but fast forward to 2017, I got like this actual huge Bitcoin miner. Actually, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, right. There. 
So uh, I just have it on display. I don't even plug it in anymore. And it's so loud. It was uh, actually heating up our apartment in the wintertime <laughs> because of all that heat. <laughs> but yeah, man, the, the mining thing was, it was really just uh, uh, tested out because when I first, before I bought it, you could go and use the calculators to figure out how much Bitcoin you're going to generate and how much value that is in US dollars. So uh -huh. basically, if I were to run that thing over there for a full 365 days, I should mine about $8,000 worth. And I'm like, damn, this is kind of crazy. So really? if I get two, I could mine $16,000. Like, what is, like, you know, how does this thing work? But like, after running it for a few months and doing updates of videos of like how, uh, Bitcoin mining works. I started to realize like it's not really that profitable. And I, I've done videos uh, breaking this down recently. So uh, to get into more details, you can go check that out on my channel. Yeah, but, we'll plug uh, all that. Yeah, the, long story short, I mean, it was just more of an, a learning experience. So knowing uh, how it actually works behind the scenes and how it actually uh, sustains and uh, allows the Bitcoin network to actually function. Mm. Okay, so now let's get into like kind of, I'm a dumb guy, man. I'm like really old school, you know, I'm cash, you know, and put the money in my sock or in the, under <laughs> my bed, you know. But what is Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? That's all the same thing, right? So, I mean, crypto in general, I guess it's like a, a, a term that kind of encapsulates all the crypto coins. So okay. Bitcoin could be like considered a crypto. Uh, nowadays, there's like 3,000 crypto coins. So there's always new coins popping up, most of them scams. <laughs> yeah um but yeah like the top coins you probably heard of is like bitcoin uh and then recently you have like a shiba inu or like dogecoin yeah so those those coins are kind of getting popular um and actually outperformed bitcoin in the last you know year or two uh by a lot mm -hmm. but i mean overall bitcoin since its inception in 2009 is up you know millions of percent or whatever it is wow. so if you put a dollar in back then i mean you'd have you know, what, $39,000, depending on when you bought it. Really? So, yeah. so what is like, like, just say like an average dude like me that don't know, because I'm that old school to where it's like, I'm scared to put my ATM card on, on Amazon, you know, and, okay. you know, basic stuff. And you're like, oh, I'm worried. I don't know one to track me, all that, you know, <laughs> but I'm getting past all that. And I'm kind of moving in to what's all trending. But again, when it comes to like Bitcoin, how does the average guy know, look for information and how does one start it? What apps or what do you recommend how to get people start, people get started in it? I mean, I would definitely figure out. So for me, the problem, I, the problem is uh, the, the dollar's value is basically going to zero. Yeah. <laughs> so the value of the dollar since like, I don't know, let's just say 1971 when, uh, the dollar came off the gold standard. Like ever since that happened, the value of the dollar has plummeted so much mm. that basically if you were to buy a car back then for let's say brand new $2,000, <laughs> uh, now you're buying a brand new car for like 50 or $60,000. Yeah. It, it's not that the car got more expensive. It's like the, the value of the dollar actually went down. Mm. Um, so that's the problem. For me, so one way I see it being solved is you know investing in the stock market, which is risky, obviously, yeah. or maybe putting some money into Bitcoin, which is obviously again kind of risky. So you kind of want to not put a hundred percent of your wealth or you know money into something like that, but what you're willing to risk, and you know the risk to reward ratio 
is pretty good because uh, if you look at the the value of Bitcoin since its inception, I mean, the average increase percentage wise is about 200% mm. on average uh, yearly. So if you kind of extrapolate that out into 10, 20, 30 years from now, if it's still around, I mean, that's where you get the numbers of possibly a million dollars per coin. So again, it's not that Bitcoin's value is going up in dollar value. It's more that the dollar's value is going down. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you sharing something a while back as far as like a Bitcoin loan, you know, and the percentage paying it back is actually cheaper and you actually get more out of it. You know, maybe explain that because I, I, I remember the post, but I don't remember um, kind of the whole details behind it. Maybe you can explain that. So this is one thing that I'm so interested in. I wish I had a hundred Bitcoin or yeah. more. <laughs> so let me just kind of think of how I want to say this. So, so Bitcoin loans. Okay. So let's just start off like this. Okay. You want to buy a house. You're not going to just give up $200,000, uh, $300,000 worth of cash. Yeah. No, you're going to go to a bank and get a mortgage and you're going to put down like 20%. And then the, the bank is actually going to buy out the house. So you're putting down 20% and the bank is putting up the rest of the 80%. And then you can live there and then you're paying the bank every single month interest and principal. So just to start off my idea with how I'm going to transition to Bitcoin, think of that in the background. So with a Bitcoin loan, let's say you own one Bitcoin. So you can go to certain websites, for example, BlockFi or Celsius app or others. Um, so you put up some Bitcoin, let's say you put up one Bitcoin, actually, let me just do the math real quick. Just yeah. so it's a little, Oh yeah. Okay. So let's say you have one Bitcoin and you put it on this website and you want to borrow cash. Mm -hmm. So you put one Bitcoin, they're going to give you uh, right now, $9,500 cash. Really? So you have to give them the Bitcoin and they'll loan you some money. So Basically, after six months, if you want to do six months, one year, two year, whatever you want, at the end of that term, you can refinance it again, or you could just pay back the loan. Mm -hmm. So you're paying a 1% interest rate. So you're paying a total of $50 for that loan. But at the end of the loan term, you have to pay back what you borrowed, $9,500. Yeah. So if Bitcoin's price does appreciate 200% every single year, technically after that loan is done, it's possible that Bitcoin's going to be worth more. Mm. So what you can do is if you had another Bitcoin, you can borrow another $9,500 and pay back the original loan. Really? So you're basically borrowing money, USD or another cryptocurrency and paying back the original loan with another loan. So if that kind of makes sense. So if, if, in five years, Bitcoin's worth one million. <laughs> if you put up one Bitcoin, one million, you're going to be able to borrow about ninety five thousand dollars. Damn! See, that's a trip. You know, so that's what rich people have been doing forever. So that's how they stay rich because they own property. Bitcoin is considered property. Uh -huh. So basically, like I said before, the dollar value does not go up in value. Yeah, like a, a mansion in New York City or a, a building in New York City the value of the, uh, the property goes up every single year because of inflation, right? Yeah. So five years, 10 years from now, the property is worth a lot more. 
the person that owns that goes to a bank and refinances and can like take value from that and borrow cash mm-hmm. and then buy more assets. God, dude. So technically, if you think of that as Bitcoin, it's similar. It's digital though. Man, dude, that's insane to me. That's like, again, that's a whole nother world. <clears throat> Cause that's, I only like- understood this last year. So really when, when it clicked, it, it made sense when I first heard it, but it didn't make sense until I started until I actually did it myself. And then it made sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still Bitcoin's value still hasn't gone up enough where it actually is significant amount of cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. But down the line, technically this could be pretty insane. So do you think Bitcoin is still like in its beginning stages? Like in like this thing where it's still like not many people are on it, but it's still, they have enough people to keep it going or not, not I going, think- but like launch it into something bigger. I think so. I still think it's kind of early. Um, some issues or not issues, but there's a lot of competition right now mm-hmm. compared to years ago. There's a lot of other coins that are uh, coming out that have some, I guess, utility or things that they can actually do. Yeah. But it's time will tell because like, who knows? Bitcoin could go to zero. I mean, mm. it's all a gamble or a risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, governments can come in and do something. And I mean, technically you can't, necessarily block bitcoin from existing but you know well they're trying to put like a mandate or they're trying to put like taxes on that stuff right aren't they yeah i mean if you buy and sell oh just let me go back to the loan thing if you take out a loan you're borrowing the cash and you're not paying any taxes on that so that's one of the benefits for that yeah so like i said if you put the one bitcoin you get the ninety five hundred dollars tax-free jeez so but if you decide to do I buy Bitcoin today, Bitcoin goes up tomorrow and then sell it. You're paying a lot of taxes. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. capital gains. Yeah. You know, again, I mean, this is like a whole new world. Even stocks, you know, still is still tough for me, even though that's been around forever. Um, you know, so where do you think you are at with your big? I mean, I don't know if this this is like personal questions, like how much money do you have in your bank account? You know, how much <laughs> you make in an hour? You know, but like I don't know if Bitcoin's like that, you know, but where do you think you're at in your Bitcoining and you know, your experiences and, you know, doing all that, you know, where do you feel like you're at? How far do you think you're in? I mean, I, I'm definitely invested in it. Um, I actually do buy it, you know, so I, I'm still buying Bitcoin today. Mm. Um, whenever I see some dips, I'll pick it up. Um, one of the other things is like, is you could put your Bitcoin on certain, uh, platforms such as BlockFi, like I mentioned earlier, or Celsius app, and they'll actually pay you interest like a bank account. So that's a pretty cool uh, thing. So, you know, bank account, if you Wells Fargo, Bank of America, whatever, you put your cash there, you're actually getting 0.05% interest. (laughs) So the CPI rate is 7.5%. So you're technically leaving money in the bank is actually, they're like robbing you technically. Really? Because it's not keeping up with the inflation rate, which is 7.5%. Um, so there's, uh, certain assets or coins on these platforms, which can net you about 8.5% and even higher. So you're Mm -hmm. beating inflation. So basically if you look at it, you you hold the dollar, put a dollar in today in a bank next year, it's worth less than a a lot less than a dollar. (laughs) Wow. You know, cause what, you know, when, what you're saying again is light years and I, I, these are the things that I've been trying to study and look into man before. Or at least when I was down in COVID, man, and is in the hospital, I was just like, man, I gotta, I just gotta learn something new. And so diving in into, you know, stocks and Bitcoin and Dogecoin, you hear all this stuff, man. And so, where do you think 
Because I know I'm starting to see like NFTs, the meta world, you know, people are not using cash anymore. They're using Bitcoin or things to go into concerts or fights, UFC fights or anything like that, or real estate online. You know, where do you think we're going to be in the next five to 10 years? Do you think that's where it's going to go, where we go straight digital, no cash because of the cash, you know, you know, the dollar dropping, the value dropping? Where do you think that's going to be at? Um. So yeah, all the NFT stuff, the Bitcoin, I think that's just going to be all background kind of just existing alongside a U.S. Uh, digital dollar. So they call it a USDC, a U.S. Um, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> United States digital currency. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I think the U.S. will probably uh, create their own kind of digital coin, not to be a competitor to bitcoin or anything like that i think bitcoin will still exist alongside it and other coins as well but um pretty much i think the cash is going to be gone Mm. there's no more cash and just you're just going to have an app on your phone and just goods that are bought day to day will basically be through some digital coin that the federal reserve issues Mm. uh, which uh, i don't think is a good thing no no explain that why is that why did why, why do you think it's not a good thing um I mean, there's several ways you could look at it. So, so China has been testing this already, uh, the digital currency, um, and the way they get people. So, the way they get people incentivized to purchase to spend their cash is to uh, put, let's say, a limit. So, let's say this week, we'll actually give you some of these digital coins but you have to spend it. If you don't spend it, we're going to take it away from you. Yeah. So it's a way to like a major issue that's going on in the U S with inflation is like the velocity of money. So the inflation is actually going up, but the velocity, meaning the way the money is actually being spent is not going up. It's actually going down, which doesn't make any sense. So how do you get people to spend more cash? You uh, put a time crunch on it um, and Mm. you have to spend it immediately. So that's one issue. That's a little weird. Um, again, like, I don't know, let's say we're hanging out and, um, I don't know, let's say I mow your lawn or something. I don't know. And then you give me cash, like 50 bucks or whatever it is. Um, that's tax free. You gave me 50 bucks because I did you a favor or something like that. But with a, with a digital currency, on uh, uh, issued by a government, they could see what that transaction was. Mm. So you kept texting technically you get taxed on it. Yeah. So there's cash is, is good, but then it's yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying because anything like the government come in that they're monitoring us, they're tracking every move, everything we spend, even if we're buying a stick of gum or we're loaning out like 50 bucks. Hey, you know, Hey, I borrowed 50 bucks. Yeah, here, boom, you know, and they're monitoring mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, we can get into all the inflation too, man. I'm down for all that. I mean, because I know, was it what's gas prices over there where you're at, man? So the other day I filled up my car, it was like 50 bucks. I think it was uh, like four, four, 40 a gallon, something okay. like that. Damn, what about man. you guys? Shit, we're hitting like 516 already over here, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, we filled up our car last week and it says we have, I have a Nissan Altima hybrid and, um, that's a 16 gallon tank. Usually it takes like 45, um, 45 bucks, 50 bucks, maybe to fill. Now it was like almost 80 bucks, man. Oh my God. Yeah, 80, 85 bucks to fill up. So that was a hybrid vehicle. Yeah. So it, it does between both. Like when you're at a stop sign, if you're under like 40 miles an hour, it stays hybrid. But when you're on the freeway, right. it, it's engine. And so, yeah, man, that thing, 
I mean, that, that's been a lifesaver for us, man. But gas here in California is the worst. California is the worst on inflation, expenses, everything, man. And I think that, you know, this is where I'm trying to figure out the balance of Bitcoin and using non, you know, cash flow and going to digital and stuff, you know, because that's why I wanted to talk to you about that, you know. So I know we mentioned it earlier, but, you know, if someone wanted to start today, they had, you know, how much money would somebody need to start? What apps, what websites, what things, what do, what should somebody do if they had a good start, like a good starting chance to get all this going? What would you, what would you recommend? So from just because I'm more of like a Bitcoin guy, I mean, if you talk to somebody else, they might say, you know, get this coin. Oh, it's a new one. Like get Doge or get. Well, it's working for you. That's where that's where I feel like I want to talk to somebody who actually has the experience in it. Right. Right. You know, and share your experience and how successful it was or is and or what were the learning curves, you know. So just to bring it back then. So getting in early is obviously going to be the best. Uh, I'm not saying I got in early. I'm not like a millionaire or anything like that. I mean, I just. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just kind of just doing what makes sense. So this makes sense to me. So um, I would personally say invest in Bitcoin. I would say, um, and it, actually, I would say this is not financial advice. For, oh, yeah. No, just your experience. Just for me, like what I do is like to dollar cost average into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as well. So what that means is if you had $50,000 that you want to invest, or less, it doesn't matter. It's just a number. Don't put 50k into a single coin, or um, you know, you kind of want to spread it out. So if you have 50k, maybe spread it out each month. I'm going to put a thousand dollars, or every month I'm going to put two thousand dollars, or even better, do it every single week, or even better than that, buy it every single day. So mm. if we just did the math, and you did happen to have 50k that you wanted to invest, let's just say there's uh, 365 days, so Every single day, if you were to have that much, you'd put about $137 every single day. So then that case, you would get a better average. So technically, if you bought Bitcoin right now, tomorrow it could go down, right? Mm-hmm. But if you buy it every single day, you're getting a nice average over a long period of time. Now, 50K is a big big number, but you know it depends on what you're looking at. 5,000, divide that by 52, spread, uh, sorry, 365, and then figure out what that is mm-hmm. for the whole year. Jeez, yeah, I mean, to me, this is all new world number. That math and numbers aren't my thing, man. Just to me, that's like I'm I'm scared to get into stuff like that because it is an investment. Like you said, you you know, it might go up, might go down, you might lose, mm-hmm. you might gain. It's in- it's all about the time preference, though. So don't go in thinking you're going to be a millionaire right away. Mm-hmm. Kind of think you'll go in thinking you'll be a millionaire in 10, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like that's still a short time, you know, because literally i started following you almost that long ago you know look where we're at and it just seems like time flew because you were we were all young in those days man and experimenting with life experimenting with new things man and trying to figure out like hey what do i want to do i don't want a real job i don't want this but then as the world you know evolves and as technology and everything in life evolves it's like we evolve with it you know and so which comes with new experiences new opportunities and stuff and i feel like you know, guys my age, because, dude, I'm 40, I'm going to be 41. And it, to me, that's like, you know, you're teaching the old dog new tricks. And I want to learn new tricks. Like my my dad or my father-in-law, these guys don't want to do that. They want to hide the money in the mattress, keep it in the bank. And 
old school stuff, man. Nothing wrong with that, man. But the way times are going, man, I want to be ready. Because I, I got my kids, you know, they have their their savings. They have what they have. And it's like I want them to be smart and responsible and be better light years than what I've ever was at their age, you know, than I am now, you know. And so, and I think with Bitcoin, you know, though it's tough, you know, new, it's scary, it's what, you know, or there's just the unknown, you know, I feel like the risks, you know, life is a risk, man. If you're not willing to risk anything, you're not going nowhere, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want to come off all preachy, man, but. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> but I mean, for like. Putting it from in a different perspective, so it's uh-huh. good to see that, yeah. Yeah, and so definitely with the um with the, with all this, man, what do you feel like anything else that you feel like people need to know or what would you feel like people would want to know about Bitcoin and or investments or anything like that? What do you feel like is there anything else that you would want to say or add say or mention dude? Mm. I just say if you're looking to preserve your wealth, it's not going to be in cash or dollars. Um, that's your purchasing power is going to go down and I feel like it's going to just get worse mm-hmm. now ever since March, 2020, as soon as that happened, actually even go before that, the last crisis that we had in 2006, seven U S uh, federal reserve actually printed so much money back then, but mm. that was nothing compared to what they did in March, 2020 and on wow. <laughs> they printed so much cash. So it devalues literally what you're holding in your wallet. Um, and, and it's not, and it's only, just catching up now. Yeah. So uh, the other day I bought a steak and it was like $24 for just a, like a one pound steak. I mean, two years ago, how much was that? I mean, it definitely had to have been a lot less than that. Gas yeah. was a lot cheaper. Um, and then when you look at the CPI, it says it's 7.5%, but that number is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Don't look at that number and think it's accurate. It's a lot higher than that. It's probably my guess, just the ballpark is probably double that. Um, and I think it's just going to get worse. So yeah. basically goods that you need to buy day to day, which is going to keep going up. So need an asset or something that's going to go up more than that. Mm-hmm. See, that's what's, that's what's scary, man. The way things are going, man. I'm not trying to be like a right or left dude, man, but it just seems like every time we vote in a damn Democrat, things go up, you know, and it's not because they're what they believe it just seems like when obama was president gas was up then trump then uh, trump got elected gas was like we were paying lows like 270 over here that's wow. lower huh that's low in california we've never had that in cali even when uh before um it was like 220 i think the lowest but even before obama it was like that it was high you know and it was republican you know and then look where we're at with biden it just seems like i don't know man again i ain't trying to get all soapboxy man but i feel like you know, a lot of people just vote feelings and not like facts and like what's good for my wallet, what's good for my family. You right. know, feelings are feelings, man. They come and go, man. Emotions come and go, man. I'm not trying to change anyone's belief, but damn, this country is <laughs> heading down, you know, and it's like you said, the dollar's dropping. You need assets, you need stuff. And I, the way I grew up, I wasn't taught to save. I wasn't taught owning houses and assets and things that, you know, you can have value. And dude, I'm finding that out now. And to me, that's that's scary that I didn't have that, you know, because look at the way things are going now. You know, I have a friend of mine who's like this prepper, you know, it sounds funny, but this dude is saved up with a lot of food, a lot of water, a lot of stuff that, you know, shouldn't everything just, you know, die off, man. He's prepared and stuff. And I feel like this is what 
this is what, hey, what's up, D? <laughs> you know? So <laughs> what's up? So, no, and this is what I feel like is important is to learn this stuff. Teach yourself this. Save, protect, you know, and, you know, prepare. See, that's exactly the thing. Like, you're, the way you're saying that makes 100% sense. It's like when you understand the problem, then you know what you need to do to react because then mm. you'll start to see what venues uh, or avenues that you have to go towards. Mm -hmm. But if you don't understand the problem, like the prepper, like he knows probably something is coming, right? Yeah. Uh, whether it's going to, or whether it's not, he's prepared for something that he thinks is going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, he sees there's probably a problem and he knows how to solve it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, vanilla ice over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nah, dope. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead, man. No. Nah, yeah. Like the way you just put that made sense. So, like I could tell somebody, you know, buy Bitcoin, but they'll be like, well, why would I buy that? It's like, yeah. I'm doing perfectly fine. But I mean, yeah, understanding the problem. Yeah. And understanding what's, I don't want to say trend or what the word I'm looking for, but understand what's going on now, you know, and prepare for it. Because like you said, the dollar now has been going down since March 2020 because they made, and it's just, to me, that's what's sketchy. To me, that's what that's what's like, man, how am I ready for that? Shouldn't really things get worse? Th shouldn't things get, when shit hits the fan, am I ready for that? Or am I going to be out on the street? Am I going to be my family be living in the car? You know, that's what's sketchy. You know, to me, that's like, you know, the unknown. So why not prepare? Why not teach yourself something new? Especially when it comes to like Bitcoin, especially when you know you can, you know, not pay so many interest rates. Cause I remember you put, do you remember that post? Let me look it up. You have posted something, you took out an investment and, and the percentage on it was so cheap that it was better to take out a loan in Bitcoin. I mean, I think we talked about it, but I'm thinking about a post that it was those loans like we were talking about earlier. So you can technically take a 1% loan. So like a house, you know, maybe you could do 2.5% now because the houses are so expensive. Yeah. So the interest rates are very low. Um, but I mean, you could take a Bitcoin loan out for a, a 1%. Jeez. And you pay that off like. I mean, penny is like $12. Yeah. In, in interest. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, it wasn't a huge loan, but I mean, it, it, I'm just learning. This is the learning phase. That's yeah. why I made the video, just because I finally learned what that meant. In the future, when it's significant <laughs> with bigger values, then yeah. it'll make sense. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm looking at your IG page, and I just see what you're putting out, man. And, you know, by the way, I'm a big fan of you, bro. I'm just going to keep saying that, man. I'm serious. <laughs> you, you got a lot of love here in Cali, over here in Fresno, man. And, um, Got to make it out there, dude. Unless you move somewhere else, <laughs> bro. I'm thinking about it, man. Like I'm either thinking Florida, you know, because um, I have actually I'm working on a couple opportunities out there. Well, not a couple, but an opportunity out there. Um, but Texas, maybe, you know. But dude, I'm just I'm just more like I have a like the show. I can take the show anywhere. The show podcast can be anywhere, man. And. Mm -hmm. We're getting a lot of traction here, man. Just we had our launch party last weekend, and um, it was fun. A lot of people showed up. It was it was it was a good time, man. So, you know, I think talking to you really is giving me more understanding of what we, me, and my family need to start preparing for, and you know, start going into the deeper waters of investments and stuff like that, man. And so. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I When I'm talking to you right now, I'm seriously like, I remember all your videos because you did like, you were doing a lot of 360 videos too, right? Yeah. Do you still do I, any of those? 
No, not not really. I, when I just go in snowboarding trips or whatever, I'll just do something for fun, just for myself. But yeah, I mean, you be it. traveling a lot, right? Honestly, like for the past two years, no, we haven't. Uh, well, because of what's going on, but Freaking hopefully COVID. we could do that again soon. Because I think was it your last big trip? You guys went to Italy or something like that, right? Yeah, we went there. It was 2017, and then a year after that, we went to Portugal. So Jeez. that was like really the last European trips. <laughs> Bro, how was that? Was that dope? It's awesome, man. I love – yeah, Europe is, is a good time. That's what's <laughs> up, dude. I mean, I think we've talked about everything and anything and everything, man. I mean, again, I'm just thinking about all your creativity, all your work as far as – um. Because I remember you were at the Redskins, like a Redskins, a Redskins game or something like that. I don't know if Redskins or Washington football team. Washington. You know? Yeah, I don't want to. I'm Native American, bro. I'm half. Like my mom, my auntie, uncles were like the last full bread of the Native culture. I don't know how. I don't want to know, you know. I don't want to know how. But my, me and my siblings are half Native American, so I don't give okay. a shit about that, dude. That doesn't offend me at all, man. But, you know, you were at a game, right? You were mm-hmm. doing stuff like that, dude. I'm like. I'm yeah, I walked out with the like team. That. Like, I'm not even a football fan or anything like that, but it was crazy doing that, man. Mm-hmm. I think I'd done it twice, too, like just running out with the team, like as they're shooting off the fireworks and all that. Oh, like, I feel like I was going to get tackled by these. Like, <laughs> I know you look, I remember someone, you'd so, like someone took a picture. You look so little out there, man. Those guys are giants, you know? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, because again, I mean, let's kind of get it back into like, I mean, do you have time? Are you like, do you need going where? No, we're good. Okay, because I yeah. remember because what you what you're doing, you're getting into cooking too, right? Because I've watched all your cooking videos. I tell my wife we need to make this, dude. We have man, and it's like, okay, were nice. you guys doing? <laughs> are you guys still doing that, or is it just for fun? Every now and then, we'll I'll just pick up the uh, the camera and just film something. Um, during the 2020 thing, I was doing it a lot more just because yeah. what the heck else is there to do? So <laughs> yeah. Um, like you just gotta eat, <laughs> so we gotta might as well film it, <laughs> dude. I mean, your meals were good, man. I'm like, I love what you guys are doing, man. I'm again, I'm a big fan of what you guys do. You know, I'm interested into like again, you know, you your life, what you do as a creator, what you do just as a person. You know, again, you and your, you and your girlfriend's chemistry is like amazing. You know, I I respect that. I love that because both of you guys have that same tunnel vision of like, let's just do this and. You guys are on the same path, man. And so, I mean, again, that's how my wife right now is directing and producing and, you know, switching. That's and, awesome. Uh, yes. So are, are you at your house? Where Where is this? Yeah, this is my house. This is my garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Every, everyone walks yeah, in awesome. my house. They're like, okay. And they're like, when they walk in, they're like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. This is cool. You know, everyone yeah. thinks it's like, this is your garage, man. It's like. That's yeah. really nice. Thank you, man. I mean, it Good took a while. To, it took a while to get to this, man. Again, it started watching your videos. It started somewhere, man. It started doing something, man. And again, how again? That was eight, nine, ten years ago, almost. And it's like, look Can't how even, fast it flew. Damn. You know, can't I mean, even believe it. We're getting old. No, now we're getting younger. That's real. That's cool, man. I mean, look at your dad, man. He's still kicking, dude. So you got a yeah. lot. You got some good genes, man. I mean, dude, your dad is amazing. I, mean, I don't got the. I got the the bad gene for the hair. Oh. The hair part, <laughs> I know. I saw that, dude. I love that about you, though, man. I know you don't care about, dude. I mean, again, your vibe, everything about you, man. Because I remember. I've watched all your vlogs. You would go out, you know, with uh, your homie, I think Kim G or something like that. Or, oh, um, uh, oh, uh, Junji. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Junji. Dude, 
just your vibes. You guys, what you guys did is like that's a different. Like over here, everyone think California, ooh, Cali, Cali, L.A. No, Fresno is like in this valley, you know, in the middle of California. It's the Central Valley, man. It's like the toilet bowl of California, you know. <laughs> so when, okay. when fires are happening down south or up north, where does all that go down into us, you know? So Fresno ooh. is like all country, you know, farming, ag, man. So it's not what people think. And so over here, oh. there's not much to do. You have to leave Central Valley, California, to go down to L.A., go to Frisco, Sacramento, you know. So I see your guys' vlogs and your drives. You guys just go everywhere. Jersey, man, you guys have so many ways. You, you can go anywhere you want, right? I mean, yeah, New York City is pretty close, but, I mean, I don't really plan on going there. But yeah, <laughs> um, not anytime soon. Uh, but, yeah, everything's pretty close. I know when we're in California, um, like pretty much – you want to go down the street? It's it's a half an hour. Mm -hmm. I mean, anywhere you go, it's just a half an hour away. <laughs> yeah, and here to Fresno, like to go to go to like Pismo, Morro Bay is about an hour and a half, two hour drive, depending how fast I'm driving. You nice. know, but that's kind of like our family thing. We go to Morro Bay. We've been going to Monterey Bay more, but it's been a while. But that's where we would go, man. And so to leave California or uh, Central Valley to go to the coast, man, it's beautiful, dude. I love the coast <laughs> here. Expensive. So yeah, how far are you from LA? Uh, about two hours. It's about two a two-hour drive, man. It's not far at all. Huh. Um, dude, if you're ever in L.A. or if you're doing something, dude, shit, hit me up. Yep. We'll go definitely. out on some sessions, video, photo, vlog. We'll do all that stuff because being down with COVID, man, I was taking pictures. I was I was not traveling, but I would just hit up, you know, me and my buddies would go up to the mountains here and just take pictures, man, scenic shots and you know, portrait so you, shots. Uh, getting into the fitness thing, I saw you had the, like that backpack with like eighty pounds or whatever that was. <sighs> yeah, my buddy is a trainer, and you know, I'm shooting some of his videos, his workout videos, and so we're kind of like helping each other out. I need to get in shape after COVID, man, because again, I lost because before COVID, I'd be my wife were working out every day, man, four, five, six times a week for about an hour, and we were killing it, man. And so that's what saved my life, man, is my health, my eating. Because uh, the nurses and doctors I talked to said that a lot of people that died were all the overweight, unhealthy people, you know, because their lungs, their heart can't take all that. And so coming off COVID and, again, losing all that weight, all my muscles, dude, I lost all my muscle mass. I couldn't do nothing. My son could pick me up. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do nothing. And so when I finally was able to walk and, you know, shoot and walk around, I was like, you know, what? I can go shoot his video. So we're shooting his videos and. You know, so he had this 80-pound pack on. And I was like, you know, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to see if I can do it. My wife's like, don't do it. Don't do it, stupid, you know. So I put it on just to challenge and test myself, man. Because when I put it on, dude, it was hard. I was like, I'm going to fall. I can't do this. Even though I got most of my weight back because was it, I would say, mid-November, I finally got my appetite back. And I started eating burgers, uh, steaks and burritos and <laughs> junk, you know, I was like, man, I'm going to get fat, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I got to get it back. <laughs> and so when I got that strength back and stuff, man, I was like, so we started training with my buddy and, uh, he was training us one, twice a week. And, um, I started noticing my strength come back. And then I, this challenge he was doing, we we're shooting a video. So I was, you know, let me put the pack on and run up this hill, man. That was like the hardest thing I've ever done. And, but I did it and I was actually surprised because I couldn't walk from my living room to my bedroom or my bedroom to my living room. I couldn't even watch from my recliner to the other side of my living room on my couch. You know, that's how bad COVID messed me up. And, and um, you were like on oxygen too, right? Yeah. 
You know, when I was in the hospital, I needed 95% oxygen support. My body couldn't breathe on its own. And um, so when my my oxygen levels and sats were coming back, I still needed some at home. I, the highest it got was like a 5%, and I needed 5% oxygen. But they had portable tanks, too, They gave me if I needed to go to a doctor's appointment. There were times where I was using both, you know, and they wasn't working, man. And so my immune system, the reason why I got bacterial pneumonia is because my immune system was so shot. You know, and so it, it, the recovery was like, hey, I'm good. But my immune system, when I left that hospital, dude, it hit me hard, you know. Wow. And so to be where I was at when I ran up that hill, man, you know, it's just, it's an eye opener. It keeps, you know, keeps things in perspective of like, you know, the simple things we take for granted in life, walking to the living room, just getting up and go, I got to go take a dump and just go. I couldn't do that. I couldn't take a shower. I didn't take a shower for three months. And when I finally could take a shower, dude, you know, I'll be real. I broke. I was like, I, I, I was like, I'm taking a shower. I feel clean. I feel normal because I had all this, like, dead skin, just stuff. You know, I would take, like, sponge baths and do all that stuff, man, but it just never felt the same. And then, you know, to do that, run that pack, you know, it's like at that time my dad had gotten COVID. He wasn't doing – he was okay, but he can tell it was hard for him to breathe. And I had lost a few friends to COVID and just wow. – I was like, you know, it was like a random thing, man. And, you know, I got a lot of people liking it, you know, supporting it and stuff like that. But I didn't mean it to just – I just did it because it is for you guys, man. I know exactly how you felt. I know exactly how you're feeling and stuff. I know how things got close. And so – yeah, dude. I mean, my health has been getting okay. You know, I'm getting a little chubby now because, you know, I had to catch up eating, dude. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but it's been it's been tough, man. So, have you guys gotten COVID? Have that? Have you guys gotten sick at all? Um. So we, I guess we got in like January. Possibly had something. Uh, I didn't get tested or anything like that. Um. I can't even remember. Like it was like a coughing. I mean, it wasn't bad. If it, it basically just come yeah. down to that, it wasn't as bad as like let's say you had it. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, that sucks. You have to go through that. Uh, yeah, it was tough, man. It's funny now. Everyone's like they call me because I'm like the the standard of like <laughs> he had it worse. So let's see how he's still here. So let's <laughs> figure out. You know, let's see what he has. And then a lot of people hit us up about. What to do, what we did, man. And, dude, it was the school of hard knocks, man. We definitely learned that health was the key. Vitamins every day. You know, my uh, one of my nurses, man, he was like this um, all-natural supplement, you know, just all-natural stuff, man. And he recommended silver. Um, what, what other ones, Laura? Intramax. You know, all these other um, natural vitamins, dude. And when I started taking that the second time I was home, man, I came home. I looked gray. I looked dead. I had my my whole you know appearance. Looked, I looked dead, man. I looked gray. And once I started getting on the silver Intramax, you know, my vitamins, dude, my color came back. Everything started looking normal. And you know, I wish I documented all that, man. I wish I was just like you know day one hundred and forty two, but just I couldn't do that, dude. Talking was like there was only a few people that would call me that to pick up. You know, an answer because I couldn't talk. It was like every time I would talk, I'm like, <sighs> Ooh, wow. you know, just trying to just say simple words. And these guys would just ask, hey, how are you feeling? How's this? And it's like, I love you, man, but you're killing me. <laughs> you know. <It's> like, <laughs> so in the hospital, were you just on oxygen or were you on other sort of like drugs? I was on a lot of drugs because really mainly it was I had, I had to get on steroids. 
because they needed uh, my lungs were inflamed or they were just so messed up. So they, uh, my muscles needed. Uh, how did it say, Lord, the inflammation? And in, maybe turn your mic on too, so, so Jeremy can hear you. Um, but um, what the steroids did is help my lungs. My lungs didn't have no control, no like that. What did the steroids do? The doctor said one but of the side didn't effects. Didn't help were, your your um, inflammation. I think. Yeah, the inflammation. You know, and one of the they said one of the side effects of COVID. What I had. Um, was like memory loss too, dude. I'm starting to notice all that, you know, and it's like for me to remember certain things, I forget a lot of things mid conversation, <laughs> you know, and I have a podcast, you know, I have well, a, you're doing pretty good. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just staying focused, man. It's like one of those things that I've, um, I'm learning to discipline myself and train myself, man. But when I was in the hospital, they had me on steroids. They had me on, um, they had me on, um, see, I'm forgetting. Gave you all the Ivern, or they gave you a... A Rindesivir, which is sketch. Man, dude, hell no. I wish I would have known before they gave me that what Rindesivir did. Um, cause it so attacks, that's an antiviral, right? Yeah, but uh, it also attacks the kidneys, too. So if people have kidney problems, they don't tell you this. People, they take that and have kidney issues, it kills them, you know, or, or just things get bad. So was it something, like, when you were there, did they... Um, just give it to you or yet they asked like, Oh, do you want this treatment? Or like, they just came with pills, man. They were like, when I went in the second time, they were giving me, they gave me rendezvous because I got it, I had it twice. And I was like, what's this for us? Rendezvous is for, it's for, you know, it helps fight off the virus. You know, I'm like, Oh, well, okay, cool. I thought it was that, but they didn't tell me the side the effects. Side effect. Yeah. So the first time I didn't ask, but the second time, dude, so oh, I had experience. So now I'm going to ask questions. You know, I ask yeah. questions every day and, so they gave me, they were giving me Xanax because I wasn't sleeping, dude. I'll maybe get like an hour sleep a day, if that. And I didn't eat, so they kept me in. Um, so they gave me morphine because of my pain. And um, yeah, dude, it's like my back was hurt. Everything was just not. So they had me on all these meds, you know, until one day this nurse came in. He said I had, he had what I had, and he had about a year ago before I had it. And he said that um, what he did, he wrote out his routine, everything. So once he gave me that, I started following that routine, man. I made myself sleep. I made myself, you know, get up because I, I couldn't get up, bro. It was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life to survive, man, and breathe. And, you know, to be where I'm at today, dude, is like, I mean, it's a, it's a gift, man. It's like a, it's a God thing, man. And, you know, to survive and be here, you know, talk about my experiences and hear my stories, man. A lot of people has reached out. A lot of people was connected. You know, I'm just like, dude, just we love your store. We love the show. We love what you talk about. You know, we love everything you're doing. So just keep it up. And, you know, so I guess that's where my experience and my message comes from. And then, you know, having guys on you with your experience, with your what you got going on, man, is like that's along the vein of what Still Here podcast is all about, dude, is we want to talk about real experiences, talk about our successes and talk about our learning curves. You know, I know people call it failures, but. It's either you're successing or you're learning, you know, or you're winning or you're learning, you know. And so, you know, yeah, man, that's just really been my experience, like in a lump sum, you know. Again, I'm I'm just more excited to have you on the show, bro. <laughs> you know, it's like other than that, but like, what do you feel like? Where, where have you been at? Like, you know, mentally, how things have been going over there for you? How like for you and the girl and, you know, your girlfriend there, man, it's like, how are you guys been doing through all this? Because we're still like in COVID, but we're not, you know, it's like. You mean as the uh, the city or the state? Or yeah, the state. Yeah, everything. How you guys been over there, man? What's what's like? 
to be honest, like I, I can't say much cause we don't have kids, <laughs> but um, I know kids uh, today, I think it was starting at school. Don't need to have any masks anymore. Um, but other than that, honestly, like it hasn't really been as crazy as it was uh, from like last year, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I know the numbers are up because of like uh, uh, Omicron and all that stuff, but uh, like the government is uh, governor has been pretty quiet. Yeah. So. Okay. I know you guys are, it's like a little in California, it's a little crazier, especially LA and all that, but you know, we're, we're not really a big city. So we're yeah. kind of like, just we're at in like we're at in Jersey. Is Jersey like entire state? Where are you at in Jersey? Is that like a so you ever watch the Jersey Shore, the TV show? Yeah, I know about it. Mm-hmm. Nope. There, just there. Oh shit! Do you ever go down <laughs> to the shore? I mean, I literally live like right at the beach. Really? Damn. Yeah. You so, so you guys like, aren't uh, in that apartment no more because I remember where you guys. No, we got out of that crap hole, dude. Because you see, that's how far <laughs> I followed you guys, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we were there for eight years and then. Um, it was basically supposed to be like a transition phase. Like I was going to start, you know, working for myself. Unfortunately, it took a little longer than it should have, but you know, it all works out the way it works out. Uh, then after 2020, I'm like, yeah, we can't travel. We can't go anywhere. So 2021, we signed a lease for literally like a freaking amazing place right at the beach with the nice view, but, um, we're moving out, uh, next month. So we'll be going down the street. Okay. You found a better spot. Um, this place was, uh, just kind of, like I said, we weren't able to travel. So we kind of splurged a little bit. Nice. So, okay. Yeah. Live price it up. Wise, no, no <laughs> wrong with that, dude. Cheaper. So what are you doing right now for work then? Where are you at? What's, what, what do you got going on? I mean, it's mostly, um, you know, all the stuff on YouTube with my dad, my mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I don't know if you caught the Amazon reviews. I started doing that Not yet. Um, and then also just some freelance stuff here and there. Okay, so what are you doing with like all the Amazon reviews? How's that work? Like, what made you want to get into that? What do you hope so, to get out of it? So, like, as a creator on YouTube, like you kind of, or just on the internet, you kind of try to find different avenues of earning income. Yeah. So one of them early on was joining the Amazon Associates program. Mm-hmm. So basically, what that means is uh, Amazon allows you to earn commissions or sales or revenue from their website. So if you have a link on say your YouTube video or your website, you can link to Amazon. If somebody clicks that link and then purchases that exact product, you'll get like a percentage one to let's say 10% commission. Okay. So then um, I think it was end of 2020, they opened up like this uh, Amazon influencers program. So I joined up and just started creating Amazon reviews directly for Amazon. So now Amazon has like a like a completely different section of Amazon reviews, and you get paid a commission for creating those. Oh shit! So that's been doing pretty pretty well. Good for you, man. <laughs> Send me all those links, you know, because this this show will probably be the second or third Friday of. April, you know, you know, we're shooting for that time span. And so send me all your links, dude. I want to, dude, if you have links and stuff that, you know, you want me to click on and buy from, I'll buy from you, dude. I'll support you that way too, bro. You know, (laughs) it's all good, dude. (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't know, man. Cause again, it's supporting creators, supporting people that do what we do, man. And you know, my, my heart and my, like my passion to get is like to support people that are doing what we're doing and, you know, forget the nine to five, dude. I mean, I had a great job at Channel Twenty Six here in town, a new station, man. But 
I just didn't like how my someone's name was. I needed someone's name on my check. You know, I needed somebody to tell me, you need to be here at this time. If you don't, you're this, you're this. It's like, I'm over that, you know? And yeah. I started that. I was 35. I walked away from all that, man, four years, four or five years ago coming up, man. And um, wow. the best thing I've ever done, especially with the family of five, you know, my wife, she stay home mom, dude. We've been married. This may be 17 years. Wow. Nice. And we have two teenagers or well, my son will be 13. So we have 13 year old, 15 year old, a 16 year old. And to leave, to walk away from a, a decent, comfortable job, you know, to, Oh, I have a passion. I have a dream. <laughs> I want to go follow my, you know, yeah. but don't forget, you got a family, you got this, you got everything else. And especially here in California, you know, and so, you know, that's where my heart is to support, even if it's doing things like clicking a link or it's liking. And I'm a guy that perpetually just constantly likes people's posts. You know, I really, I scroll through and I'm like, like, you know, I, I'll look, <laughs> I'll listen, I'll do what I can, man. But I want to show people I'm supporting them, man. So that's what I want to do for you, bro. I really want to support you, man. And, you know, hopefully one day we can meet. Yeah, you know? hopefully one day. I mean, I'll try to share this with, you know, my two followers and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, you got some followers, bro. I like what you're doing, man. I'm serious. I love what you guys are doing, man. Keep it up. Over, like, just know if there's like one person, you know, that, you know, you've helped change. And really, dude, I'll be real. You help guide my direction and where my business is because it started with me looking on YouTube on how to use GoPro. And, dude, that's seriously where it started. And I Damn. told my wife, that's it. I'm getting 30 GoPros because Jeremy said, it's like, he's doing it. He's doing it. Dude, like all that's, these. That's really awesome. Really awesome to hear that, man. Thank you. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to tell you, man, it, your your work, your you know, the, the investment, the sweat equity you put in, man, at least know one person on the other side of the nation, man, it has impacted and, you know, and I'll still support you from here. Again, hopefully one day we meet, we go there. You guys, you guys come over here, man. And, you know, should our paths cross, man, definitely want to keep, uh, keep in contact with you, my guy. Definitely, man. So cool. Is there anything else? Like, you know, we'll wrap this up, man. But is there any last words, last thoughts? We do this on the show all the time. Um, any last words, last thoughts that you feel like you want people to know here, you know, whether, Tough times, good times, Bitcoin, uh, content creating, anything, man. I know this is on the spot, but what do you feel like your last words to people that have been listening and watching and all this, man? I just feel like just off the top of my head, like I try so many things and fail a whole bunch. So I just feel like just keep failing <laughs> until it works out. You know what I mean? Because then you learn what works and what doesn't work. And then if you do happen to change into a different field or anything, you could kind of use that, um, that mentality of uh, what you learned from all the failures mm -hmm. into that new thing. So like I said, maybe I started off with GoPros, but then, you know, continue on with something else that I get passionate about um, kind of understand where the failures help me succeed basically. So um, if you fail, don't quit right away. Just keep failing until you get it and figure it out. I like that, I dude. I don't want to make it like a negative, but like that's kind of how it works out. No, it's true. It's not. I I don't feel like it is, man. Um, because again, how else you know people like us, man, or God, or just creators like us are at where we're at because we kept going. Mm -hmm. you know, I found if it worked right away. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, you know what did you learn? You know, and you know, to me, I feel like I look back at my failures. That's what made me who I am today. You know, because again, it keeps me in a state where it's like I'm down here. I don't want to act like I'm up here, but I'm down here, you know, and I keep my, I remember where I come from. I remember when I didn't have this, 
You know, I didn't, I remember, you know, so I celebrate my wins, man. But I remember, like you said, those failures. I remember what I've learned and it never, it'll never change me. No amount of money, success or clout, all that dude will never change me because at any moment, you know, I can attest to this at any moment, something can change, you know, and you're sick, you're hurt, you're, everything's lost. It's like, you're back to where you started. So don't act like I'm, I'm better than anybody. I stay down here, man, because that's where I feel like I relate to a lot of people, man. It's just, I'm like you learning. We're failing. We're learning. We're failing. We, we have wins. We're failing. We're failing. We're failing. You know, it's like, seems like it's always like, but then when you have that one win, man, that's where I feel like that's what keeps, it was worth it. You know, it feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. So, dude, man, thank you for your time. Thank you for um, you jumping on. I know what it's like, what, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock over there? Yeah, about 5, five o'clock, yep. Dude, man, I'm like still fanboying right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I know we were supposed to do this a while ago, but then, like, things got real crazy, and then yeah, I mean, I'm kind of happy it happened now, though. No, so. no doubt, man. I'm, I'm kind of – because we were texting just yesterday. I was like – and you're like, can we do it today? I was like, dude, let's <laughs> do it. I'm like, yes, you know. I'm so excited that we got this going. Definitely want to jump on, you know, if you want to shoot something else, you know, let me know, man. Let's just talk. Let's chop it up, man. If you feel like you found another way with Bitcoin, if you know, another platform to help you, you know, do you, do you think you would want to be a person that, like, people can message or hit up for advice on Bitcoin? I think that could definitely work. Um, just – uh I guess my Instagram, okay. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't really have an official like uh, page for just the crypto stuff, but I'm myself on my Instagram page. So okay. I'm a real person on there. No, yeah, you're, I'm no <laughs> bot, <laughs> 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 but I'll so definitely, totally I'm, I'm yeah, I'm gonna have all that in the link as we're popping up, man, all the lower thirds, your name and your information will be, and you know, all your stuff will be in the description below, man. So, all right, you guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You know, give my man a follow, give him a support. I'm going to have his links, his dad's links to all his videos. And, you know, and out of maybe double check with the girlfriend, if you want her workout links, all her stuff, you know, I know you put her social media out, but you know, it would be dope to have her on next time and talk, you know, talk to both of you guys and, Talk about fitness. Talk about stuff that you guys are into, man. Because I remember you like doing all your jump rope videos and you flexing your guns. I'm like, look at my boy looking saucy, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was possible, so I, I just had to post it, man. Yeah, you look good, bro. You're killing it, man. So let's talk about stuff like that. How important it is, especially with like COVID now. Because what fought off COVID for a lot of people that were in shape was because of their health. You know, the immune system was strong, man, and that's what that's essentially. I made an investment in myself before I got sick and that investment paid off when my life depended on it, you know, and that's what my doctors and my nurses said, man, it is health, it's vitamins, it's taking care, it's, it's making the investment in you. And that's what I've learned, you know? And so with that, I want to get that story out with that. I want to, I, I got to shoot like this one, one big podcast on my beginning of COVID during and like the end, my process, you know, to help people. You know, and so we're still working on that, getting all the information, what we did, even like sleeping prone. You know, I had to lay on my stomach in the hospital for like 18 hours, you know, it on my stomach. Yeah. yeah, because it expands and all that. And then I got up, walked around, sat down, ate for an hour, back on my stomach again, man. And the first time I didn't do that, you know, so now, you know, now that people are starting to, you know, get it and they're asking me and like, it's helping them, you know, so it's a blessing. 
you know, it sucked that I went through it, man. But again, I'm gonna make something positive out of it, and I feel like that's what we're doing here. So again, you guys, once again, you know, follow my man, give him some support, give him some support, some love. If you guys have any questions uh, on Bitcoin, DM him, hit him up. He's a real guy, and I know he'll get back to you as soon as he can at his convenience. But thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, showing up here on the show, Jeremy, once again, man. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.